Welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, my wife, Aisha. <laughs> I'm a really bad opener, but I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> you are bad. Because that's not my thing, but whatever. Anyway, Aisha's voice is out, so she's still going to be on the podcast. She's going to talk a little bit. He forced but... me to be here today with my voice going out. That ain't my fault. Anyway, <laughs> today we are so happy to welcome AK and Samantha Baber. Yes. I said it right. Babers. Babers. It's all good. Is it? So hold on. So that's like a double S. Bay so it's Babers, but if we want to call you the Babers, it's know. an extra S on the Babers. We only, I only it's been the Babers. I only been this way for like what, seven years now? Eight years? How long have we been married? Seven years. Anniversary Wait. was in May. Seven. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yeah. This is yeah. our seventh year, too. Okay. Ooh, yeah. I was going to ask 16. that. That was my list of questions for uh, you guys. Yeah. You don't get to ask us questions. Um, I tell you. I tell <laughs> you. Ask whatever you want. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, so the Baber. Babers. The Babers. The just the Babers. Yeah, just yeah. the Babers. It's simple, yeah. yeah. I but never really Babers thought about regular. it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. with the S regular. I never really thought about it. Okay. Either way. Don't overcomplicate these people now. Because <laughs> wait till you if get you to my first tell our name. audience about you guys, introduce yourselves, tell them a little bit about what you do and how to manifest that shit and all that. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, we, you, we, I love the shirt. He gave me one of the shirts. Yeah. Okay. But I figured once I figured out what you did, he wasn't going to rock my shirt no more. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love real shirt. estate, you know? I love shirts. So. I like that. Yeah, thank you. No, it's all good. Hey, but anyway, uh, we are the Babers. My name is AK. We are a uh, real estate mega company in the making. We manifest in that shit. Uh, This is my wife, Samantha. Uh, We do uh, residential real estate retail. uh, I am a realtor. We are investors. Uh, We're uh, notaries, loan signing agents. Uh, I'm a mud district director. Uh, What else do I do, baby? Oh, my God. Photographer, photographer, coach, coach. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's my new one that I'm loving right oh, now. Okay. So. Clubhouse, uh, Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. y'all still Clubhouse and hard. People Man, I love Clubhouse. I love Clubhouse. To this day, have you yeah. been rocking with it since pandemic? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. so you and might you still be still Clubhouse. He, yeah, you got to be a celebrity now. Yeah. Everybody that started in the pandemic that's still going, <clears> they like. Yeah. Celebrities yeah. nationally. Yep. Yep. Are yep. there new people on Clubhouse? Yeah. Yep. We knew on Clubhouse. Yeah, we're new. How we recent knew on every other Tuesday. We well, we're like... new as far as starting our own room oh. in the house and stuff. Yeah, we take been... over the marriage and real estate room. We had like oh. 10,000 people. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just get, let us get those people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, y'all come over to uh, our Clubhouse. Come on over. Keep, okay. it, keep it in the real estate. Because <laughs> our house got cobwebs on it. Oh, yeah. We ain't been on Clubhouse since the doors opened. Once the city opened back up. Wow. Yeah. It's it's a it's a dangerous tool. It's a good tool. I won't say dangerous tool. You know, I'm talking to people all around the country getting aspects. And one of the things that we do is, well, we realize where we could do is through proximity and through networking and through meeting you guys and meeting other people like you guys. So that's very empowering in itself. But I don't want to forget about Samantha. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you said so much. I think you covered it for me as well. But I am Samantha Babers, and I am, like you said, we do mobile notary. We are NSAs. I do soft staging, and I'm also a transaction coordinator. Mm-hmm. So we do that as well. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. go. Okay. Y'all busy. Full Very service. busy. Yeah, He's, yeah. yeah, busy is not yeah. the word. Yeah. Full service. Full yeah. service. Full service. So, so mm. give us the background. How did you guys get into it? I know we talked a little bit about the podcast wait, wait, before. Wait. How y'all meet? 
How y'all come together? Oh, okay. Oh. How we meet? It wasn't through real estate. It was through it was tacos. Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess it really is old margarita. Dollar he, margarita. He made me. Uh, I met him at my, my favorite restaurant in Pearland. I don't know if you guys heard it. Heard of his call? It was called Don Pico's. Yes. Oh, Broadway. Uh-huh. Nine nine cent margaritas. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he came in one day uh, with a former classmate of mine, and I was eating, drinking by myself. I'm always a solo act, so. I had them sit down at my table. Me and him have been talking since 2010, since that oh, day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's Don Pico? It's, it's a Mexican, a Mexican restaurant. restaurant. They had the cheapest margaritas for a dollar. One of the little star, not, it wasn't they star wasn't phone. They wasn't a star phone. It was, it was just 99-cent margaritas. You know, and they only gave you a limit of three because that's how potent they were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but man. it was a yeah. hole in the wall. It was. It, they, you they're shouldn't gone. eat there. <laughs> no. so, so we could talk about them now. They're gone. Uh, yeah, you see at the bar long enough, you'll see a little roach room. Stop it. Did y'all shut it down? Did y'all go like when they were closing like man I gotta get our last mark no actually we, we stopped going long before they they stopped because of that roach <laughs> slime and ice machine <laughs> I remember Don Pico like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah so. okay so y'all met at Don Pico's and it was love at first sight do either of you have children uh, he has a daughter. Okay. I have a She's daughter I have 24 24 oh you got grown kids you do not look like you can have a 24 year old that's She's twenty four. That's all I can say. Okay. Okay. I, I can understand that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the journey. Twenty four. Yeah. Okay. But Our no oldest children is fifteen, together. and no, that's mine. No, we we thought we were gonna have kids together, but you know. We, we, had a, we, we have enough at our teenage years that we was like, okay, you know, yes, well, it's I mean, time, it was it's time to be empty nest. Y'all live it. Y'all live in y'all best. You get to keep yeah. the money. There we go. Yeah. 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 We get to live good. We fly good. You know what I mean? Our, our bills are minimum. So that's really allow us to do the things we do because we got minimal bills. All the fat is trimmed off. I think the only fat I got is probably. Your truck note. My truck and note. Mortgage. Well, that ain't really Tell that, us the rationale but. behind that. I'm a saver. I don't believe in bills. Okay. Yeah, she, you don't she, believe in bills. Yeah, she don't yes. believe in bills. I don't believe bills in bills. Bills are dead. Uh, yeah, dead. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm not, I don't have What about like dead. the light bill? Yeah. I mean, we pay Man, that, we pay of that. course, but That's I'm like credit card pay. bills, stuff okay. like that. I don't... So um, are you a Dave Ramseyite at all? If she knew who he was, she would be. Uh-huh. I was like, I'll send you just call me out, man. I appreciate you putting my business out there like that. <laughs> Did I look like I didn't know who he was? You definitely no. look. You I looked a like little like lost. <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe. I'm but yeah, here. baby, okay, you're I him. Know. You're him, huh? Okay, but you knew who it was. Yeah, I knew who he was. Okay, so we are Robert Kiyosaki. Okay, we were okay, Dave Ramsey at, at, at a time. Yeah, we yeah. were. We were. Dave and then Ramsey. we went to the dark side. Yeah, we because did. Dave Ramsey helps you keep your household in order, and then yeah. once you keep your household, your eyes start to open up to like. All right, what my money can really do. Yeah. yeah. Then you go talk to Robert. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, I feel like Dave Ramsey is for like people who work a job that have a consistent income mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. really are limited in the income that they yeah. can make. Like, okay, I'm a teacher, so <laughs> the most I can probably make is seventy, yeah. seventy-five thousand yeah. dollars. Now what can I do with this? Right. Yeah, exactly. And you need to preserve it and you need to yeah. grow it and you need to make sure that you set yourself up for retirement mm-hmm. in your old age with mm-hmm. this salary over the years. Mm-hmm. Um and Robert Kiyosaki is about investing in mm-hmm. business and leverage which is very opposite. Yeah, how to get out of uh, the quadrant. Yeah, yeah, how to get out the rat race, right? So we are very much Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing about you live within your means, but if your means grows exponentially, then your living can grow yeah. exponentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And for us, man, I think how we kept it in, in, in realms, because like she said, she is very fugal. I just learned that word after counseling. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but, uh, she ready. 
but when it came down to it, we kind of looked at our spending habits. I'm, none of us are impulsive spinners, you know what I mean? We we spend what we need. We want to go out. We're going to go out and have a good time. But we don't have super expensive taste either, you know what I mean? Okay. So um, our bills, she put them on auto pay. She said, what's the average bills we pay? Boom. She put on auto pay. I ain't seen a bill in years. I mean, you did meet her on a dollar margarita. Uh, like, she showed okay. you who she okay, was. Okay, let me say something. <laughs> she was like about those dollar margaritas. She was like, she was like, 90, like they had Not just a dollar, 99 cents, yeah. which means she's saving the penny, yeah, too. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Yeah. And Samantha was there yeah. by herself. And she was there by yeah, herself. Meaning she ain't treating nobody. Yeah. Yeah. So once I realized that, I, I realized I had a good one when uh, that spending, you know what I mean? I hear my homeboy talking about, oh, man, she did. I said, did what? My wife wouldn't even dare think about going there <laughs> over there. You know what I mean? She wouldn't even like going to the store with me. And my shopping is kind of like, I guess going to call me out. Right now, anyway, like Burlington, Ross, Marshalls, you know what I mean? I don't need no more than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I absolutely abhor shopping. Yeah. Um, I, oh, you don't like going? No, nah, I go. I, I go to all too. three stores. I, I wear work pass. clothes every day, B. Oh. I wear Levi's jeans. I buy at the outlet. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I just, yeah. and it's not even that like, <clears throat> <laughs> I don't care about shopping like that, and I don't like shopping. Yeah, you don't have the capacity. You didn't have the capacity, like, like the creative, the creativity it takes to like shop and style oneself. Like he's so busy building this business that shopping and putting together outfits mm-hmm. and stuff, he shouldn't have the time for that. That gives me anxiety. It, yeah, and what I look forward to the day when I can have somebody do the shopping for him. You know what I mean? Like, so okay, that was, like me. Yeah, he wants a driver, so. I want a driver. Okay. Come on, I'm driver, want personal bad. Driver, so. You want a personal driver? No, I, like I don't that. have a personal he driver. Wants, I but want you want one. one. Yeah. yeah. One reason, I'm not being selfish, but I got glaucoma in this side, and I got, okay. I'm on a clock. <laughs> you know what I mean? I so. You can't get the thing where they peel the thing back? No, nah, that's cataracts. That's um, okay. See, and, and, and that's the problem. So we're going to take an educational break right okay, here. about glaucoma. I like it. I like it. I'm always saying this because even though I went to the eye doctor my whole life and everything, but glaucoma is where pressure builds up in your eye and it crushes the optical nerve in the back. Uh-huh. So it's not recoverable. It's the leading cause. They call it this uh, silent, I don't miss it. Silent blindness. Silent killer to um, blindness. Silent killer to vision. vision. Vision, yeah. yeah. Because most people don't go to the eye doctor. Everybody only everybody think they can see because you don't see them from your own <laughs> eyeballs. So this is what I've been seeing my whole life. So guess what? My vision's good. I ain't hit shit. My vision good, right? Yeah. So we go on, we go on, and then somebody said, man, you might need some glasses. I see you read like this. No, I don't need no glasses. And he don't go to the doctor until you read like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and so the whole time while he's avoiding the doctor, these pressures are building up, and you're uh-huh. losing his sight, and you just thinking, oh, yeah, I'm getting a little bit old. I can't see. But after a while, bow. Some people don't even recognize his whole eyeball gone. You know what I mean? So I caught it early. So I do have a certain place in my heart for glaucoma and telling people to go to the eye doctor. Yeah. But we don't go. I've been telling my own wife that. She I still ain't go went. to the doctor. <laughs> I do not need glasses nor contacts. But you but got to check your pressure. Why don't you let her drive? I do drive. I, we came from Kashada the other day. You couldn't even drive through the rain. I, I took us through the storm. I couldn't sit in I that driver's seat. Um, no, <laughs> I was probably shouldn't let him drive <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> but I think a driver makes sense. It does. So it does. there is a guy, uh, Ramit Sethi. I used to follow him back in the day. He's a financial guru mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he has a Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ramit. Ramit. Is that the guy? Put us on out. Put us on your. <laughs> how to get rich? How to get rich? Uh, how to live rich? How to how to get rich? And so anyway, I've been following for a long time, and what he says is, you can live a rich life 
And what a rich life looks to you look different from somebody else. So one girl, she likes shoes. She lives in New York Mm -hmm. and she makes decent money, you know, over six figures. (laughs) But she has a roommate and a bunch of designer shoes Mm -hmm. and she doesn't have a car. Like she cuts out all the things that don't matter to her, Mm -hmm. but shoes matter to her. Mm -hmm. And so that's where she splurged. That's where she spends her money. So like AK want a driver, like y'all live, y'all live modestly now. Mm -hmm. That man need a driver. Mm-hmm. Oh, Give AK driver. his driver. Are we going to uh, pause for a break for AK? No, no, you ain't got to pause. And Kevin? Uh-uh. That was okay. Uh, <laughs> I just but, had a long message from our groomer about all the, all the things. Uh, okay. Should we pause the podcast? <laughs> no, we're fine. We're rolling. <laughs> right. We're rolling. We're going to keep fine. all of this footage in. <laughs> I think this is real life, right? It like is it's real life. life. It's, it's real, real estate. Wow. It's real couples. I'm going to get a be... basket, a marriage and real estate and basket. And back. that's where your phones are going to go before yeah. you come and they gotta support be the podcast. Like you're going to the David Chappelle concert. Yeah. Lead, uh, lead I like, sealed. I like that. Put your little logo on the front. Of love. <laughs> so, you're all about the branding. I really want So, okay. So we. <laughs> Find out how you met. How did y'all get into real estate? Yeah. Ooh, mm. I'll let you say it. You, you okay. Well, I, of course, I don't say of course. I have started a little bit. I started before her. So uh, my real estate journey goes all the way back to early Atlanta. You know, uh, when, it, when Atlanta was the black mecca and whatever. I had a job as an aircraft mechanic uh, in Atlanta, 90, early 2000s or whatever, you know. And so I was a part of seeing everything pop up right before the boom, the crash. Two, 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 20, 2008. 2008. Yep. Thank you. I was tongue-tied. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was able to see, like, all these people get these loans, all this stuff to do this. I've seen these neighborhoods get developed and all this stuff. I never really had the money or maybe the confidence to get involved. That's when I was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Me and this guy, we sit in the hangers. We used to read all this stuff. And then, unfortunately, I got laid off <laughs> due to September 11th. Um, end up having to fly back home, but this guy, he went all around Morehouse and Spelman, started buying up houses, you know what I mean? Used to have a little, pardon my French, but dope fiends, like keeping, staying in the house and keeping the house up because he's a white guy, so he didn't feel comfortable over there. Mm. But as long as that dude, he gave that dude food, shelter, and everything else, he took care of all the houses, you know what I mean? And so recently he sold all those houses off in the new Atlanta, you know what I mean? So nice. it, uh, he made a lot of money off of it. So, during that time, we're always thinking about it. saw rich dad, poor dad, minds, minds start to open up. Not enough, just like. Yeah. So then me and my cousin from um, Fort Worth, um, he got started in doing some flipping and stuff. He was like, man, let's let's start a family uh, investment company, a family syndicate, I guess. You know what I mean? I didn't know what it was at the time. So we just started throwing money together, throwing money there, talking to him back and forth, analyzing deals. Still, I think out of all the five or six of us, none of us really had the confidence to go out there. We pulled the money, put the money away. <laughs> September, not September, another, uh, not September 11, but the pandemic hit. Then we ended up, like, everybody like, oh, well, we can't do nothing now. The pandemic hit. They slowed down. But for me, when the pandemic hit, it was an opportunity. And unfortunately, unfortunately, I got laid off from my job. So I was like, I'm not going back. This is my moment. Like, yeah, like I, I, I saw a crack. I saw a crack. Yeah. Take it, you know what I mean? And so I... Uh, Went to went to champions. Went in head first and knocked everything out back to back to back. Passed the test the first time, and um, just start falling in love with real estate, you know, and um, start picking back up on doing some investment stuff. Actually, got got our first investment deal, you know what I mean? What which was a wholesale deal in Dallas, you know what I mean? Um, 
We got a, what we got now? Two houses. We got two houses that we picked up three. Went to look at one today. Hopefully I get that, but I'm probably going to end up wholesaling it. Too, too much work. <clears throat> it's um, not work. But yeah, so when I opened the door and showed her, of course she had her reservations about me doing this, not bringing in no money, because I was bringing good money. I was the breadwinner at the time. <laughs> and um, So I took a couple wholesale deals and a couple commission checks. She was like, oh. We all right. Uh, this can work. work. We can make this you work. Know? This could work. And then I'm yeah. hearing her on the phone, like after the pandemic, now she's working uh, hybrid at home. I'm like, that's what you call, that's what you're doing at work. That's what I need you to do. I need you to cold call every day. You know what I mean? So I, when we figured in the time, we cold call and we could build our business and we could sit here and we could work together and it's a family business. You know what I mean? So that's what we had. We're just trying to put it all into real estate and uh, get our investments up. Get our nine nine to five ish. I guess our normal checks coming through real estate. Uh-huh. But um, life is looking good now. You know what I mean? Things are looking a lot better. So um, I'm happy. Thank you. Do y'all enjoy working together? It's a process. It's It's gotten better. It has definitely gotten better. Um, He used to be um, arrogant. Was it arrogant? No, no, he is very arrogant, but uh, no, he used to be very arrogant. He's very confident. No, he's very confident, and he used to like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I'll making sure you do your work all the time. Uh, micromanage. Micromanage. Okay. Like if I, I do all yeah. the leg work on something, I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? And he's like, oh yeah, like I'll take a look at it. I get it back the next day. Everything is changed. <laughs> Everything is moved. I'm like, okay, why do I do all this work if you're gonna come behind me and change it? So yeah. he's gotten a lot better mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, I'm not doing it. What do you need me to do? Okay, that sounds good. And I'll just wait for him to do it. <laughs> but now it's gotten better. So he let me do he lets me do a lot more stuff. Are you trusting you trusting her now? Yeah, I'm trusting her and I'm trying not to be a micromanager because this is where I've learned about the struggle, right? All our parents and generations are like, I'm pretty sure your parents like mine, they procrastinate a little bit too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Say they're gonna do this, say they're not gonna do this. And maybe it's not them, maybe it's just the the uh, perspective that we're looking at them in, you know. Uh, but that's where I come from. So I'm like, man, if it takes me forever to get this one, I don't know, just say make a buyer's packet, you know what I mean? Yeah. It take me three weeks to make a buyer's packet, and I want it so detailed, I want to look like this, I want to look like that. I can pay somebody or give it to somebody else, and they can do it 70 80% of the way. It's still finished, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's still a finished product. It's just not the exact way I can do it. I could always change it along the way, you right. know what I mean? So I'm starting to step back a little bit. I think another thing, of course, the counseling with us, the pandemic was counseling for everybody, and uh, just being in this coaching role at uh, CR Elite uh, Realty. So, uh, my broker, Janelle Compton, she allowed us to kind of allow me to pour into our agents, you know what I mean, just from my experience. And it's not because I sold a lot of houses, because I think that she's seen my passion and my background, and I think that it helps out. So now when I'm talking to these agents, I can't, I, I see verities and learning styles and, 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 and people initiatives and all this other stuff. People get that, they just don't get that at the same pace. So now I'm learning to be a little bit more patient, I guess. Okay. No, that makes sense. So, <clears throat> jumped head first in real estate. Mm-hmm. Of course, bringing you along for the ride. Mm-hmm. So, bring us from from then to now. Um, I guess that's from then to now. <laughs> so it's pretty. Uh... How's I have a question? How is you were you were a realtor during the pandemic? Mm. How was your business then? And here we are. 
interest rates are high, there's talk of a recession, what does your business look like now and what do you see for the year 2023, like how you feeling about it? I think for the year 2023, I think by the end we're going to crush it. Um, the pandemic, I came in fresh in the pandemic, so that that was my breeding ground. That's what yeah. I learned then, you know what I mean? So I seen all these other agents falling off, and of course I wasn't selling a lot during, but I'm like, if other season agents falling off, I'm still getting my strive, you know what yeah. I mean? So I could really do something. And like I say, I love real estate, so I study this. I got five designations at this point, so I'm going to school. Everybody else kind of like, I don't know what to do. I went to school. Yeah, you know what I mean? Educated. I studied my craft. I, I did everything. I, I listened to podcasts. I went and talked to people. I networked. You know what I mean? I used that time where everybody else was down. I was I was in the gym. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, so 2023, I don't have no problem. I think we're going to crush it. it. It's a couple things that I need to put in place as far as systems to automate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're talking about Robert K K uh, Kiyosaki, and he was talking about, are you an employee or are you a business owner and right. all that stuff? So. Yeah. I'm getting out of that second quadrant now, so okay. I'm trying to automate my stuff. I want to start a team. My baby inspired me to be a broker one day, you know what I mean? That's uh -huh. our next. So uh, I think she, she's right with that. I think we can project manage better than we can go out there knocking on doors and cold calling yeah. people, you know, so. I love to see, yeah, I don't know if, if you can see it through the camera, but sitting next to you guys, I can tell how connected and supportive you are mm -hmm. of one another. Mm -hmm. Um, and y'all seem very close. And I mean, we're married, so you expect people to be close, but mm -hmm. we also know other married couples that's not mm -hmm. that close. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like y'all are y'all are y'all have a pretty good bond with each other? Yeah. Yeah, we have a good bond with each other. Mm -hmm. We're friends, mm -hmm. you know, some days. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You know, we he actually have a good sometimes. bond uh yeah. with each other. He's uh been like like with again, we've been to counseling, so that has helped us out tremendously. Yeah. So with that, we put that all her advice first, so we have gotten so much further along just by being patient, and understanding where we where we're coming from. So we're we're on a good page. Yeah. I love it. And, and I think a lot of times what I realized through our counseling was that uh like these grudges, man, these grudges stack up and stack mm -hmm. up and before mm -hmm. you know it, you don't even know what that person looked like no more. You know what I mean? <laughs> resentment. So, yeah, resentment. Yeah, resentment. Resentment is so. the is a thief in the marriage yeah. for sure. No, a lot definitely. of times I, I know I was the asshole in in the marriage, you know what I mean? So it's just like that little nitpicky stuff we do like as a little boy, you pulling the girl hair because you <laughs> like her, but you think that's cool, but that ain't cool, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. You she wants you to rub her shoulders, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So you know, it's funny because you think about all the <laughs> micro mm. arguments in yeah. the course of a day and whatever and that's all stuff you got to kind of like yeah. you have to learn to let go or whatever and mm. I mean same for us it's like I was the always the one picking the fights yeah. always the one yeah. whatever and then now I calm down I'm like Oh, this is much better. It is. <laughs> I know this one thinking peace is much better. <laughs> not arguing is much better. It's funny how we argue now versus how we argue then. It's not even argument now. I'd be like, hold on, I want to start this off by saying, I ain't going away. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> right. 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 Like, look, we have things to discuss, but it's not like yeah. somebody mm -hmm. call right now and somehow we'll check back in. And it's, the it's growth is fun. apparent, right? Like yeah. Kevin yeah. and I had a disagreement in the office and the, our mm -hmm. broker was in the office and the way Kevin responded, she goes, Kevin, that is growth. Cause Kevin used to have been oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I mean, it was just so, it, it was just matter of fact. And he addressed it in a way that was empathetic. And mm -hmm. she was like, 
wow, Kevin, it worked. I was like, therapy. Therapy, man. Therapy it works. works. It works. It works. I even told her the other morning, I say, uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. You, you remember uh, how you used to always pick them no. fights every morning before we go to work? How could you do that? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he puts it on me. Ah, yes, yes. But we used to get into every morning. It was just like the 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 the, the pressure of the the kid, the work, the household, everything. and everything else. You know, what I mean, it wasn't just us. You know, I I do take responsibility for for my, 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 all of it. I'll take responsibility for all of it. Because I was all <laughs> oh, Look like, at that. It's on both ends, though. You know, <laughs> but uh, but it's still also a lot of outside influences that you come into and that you got to deal with. And I think by me now unshedding a lot of that stuff, let do. I was I was at my job eight years. Not nine. Nine years. Probably four <laughs> of them. Every day, I didn't know if I was getting laid off. He wanted to oh, get man. laid off. That's stressful. Yeah, no, God, I, mean, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> really care if I got laid off or not because I was like, you, you know already what? had a plan. <laughs> you know, had it a was plan. like, as soon as they lay me yeah. off, I'm going to do this. You're going to give me a service package? Still, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pay for it. He sat me down. Run that. <laughs> it was crazy. And, uh, and I think by unshedding some of those pressures and not having to like drive to work, say, this is my last day, this is my last day. And this is how bad it got. The day I was, you talking about, remember you said when we was at that, um, that conference, and you was like, man, why don't you just raise your truck? Yeah. So the day I went off of 59 to go look for some big old wheels, mm -hmm. I went and talked to them, and because I'm not an impulsive shopper, I said, give me a minute. Let me drive home and think about it. They called me and told me to let me go. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, good thing you did. Tell me about your necklaces. Y'all both have keys around your neck. Keys. So go ahead. You can explain. Well, well, this is because he wears one, so I wear one. <laughs> <clears throat> I like it. We're matching. No, uh, so this is represents uh, represents what we stand about. We're about buying houses and investing, and it's dear to our hearts, so we wear it around our chest. So yeah, and one of my slogans was <clears throat> "Mister Get Your Keys." Mister Get Your Keys. Okay. You got a but okay. Oh, yeah. You got to break down <laughs> the brand. He's very intentional about his branding. You are a marketing god. Go ahead. People break. keep saying that. I don't see it. But well, see okay. It. First well, off, I'm intentional. Look at y'all. Every time I see y'all, y'all match. Yeah. In company colors. Yeah. yeah. You literally had us change the light of the podcast <laughs> to match the brand. <laughs> we want to thank you for hat, that. Matching keys, matching things on your shirt. Your shirt is branded. Your, your watch matches your brand colors. The key to your car is orange. Like, come on. The logo on my watch. The logo is on your watch. Man, I don't know, man. You know, we grew up in the 80s, right? We we drive around. Remember we saw, uh, what was the Back to the Future? When, mm -hmm. when it was in 2020. Yeah. yeah. Two or 2023. And they drive down. It's advertisements everywhere. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're there now. Like, literally, like, Facebook is not a social media company. So what? Advertising company. It's an advertisement company. Yeah. Everybody got advertised. Mm -hmm. So if my name not there, why am I going to be walking around with somebody else's brand when I could be rocking my own brand? You know what I mean? I got to brain stain you. I'm not the best cold caller in the world. You know what I mean? So I figure I'll build a brand, a brand I'll build an image, and I just said, I'm going to stick with it, you know? Okay. Follow Andre Barard. <clears throat> you know what I mean? He said, yes to real estate. He said, man, they, they said, that's corny. That boy he ain't never said no. He ain't never shout said out, no. Shout out to Andre. Shout out to Andre. Shout out to Andre. Yes to real estate. I would tell you this. That is powerful. Yeah, that's and powerful. I told, we've told Andre that uh, several yeah. times. Like, he knows. Sticking with that, yeah. there, is, there is something yeah. that it unlocks. So yeah. you wearing your brand, y'all representing yeah. always. Yeah. I mean, 
I wear a Park Street shirt every day yeah. or a marriage real estate yeah. shirt every yeah. day. So there is power in that yeah. and it's power in manifesting it, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you're creating the reality that you want to live in. Yeah. And you I know? wear orange on my watch because I might be out talking. I might have something else on. I'm like, oh, you know what? I sell real estate. Who trying to buy a house? <laughs> Look, man. I love Go back that. to work. <laughs> it's funny. I am not licensed, but I lead every conversation for somebody I don't know. Yeah. Do you own? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he is yeah. my number one yeah, referral yeah, partner. I am. I am. Wow. So, so do you do that from a place of uh, community or do you do it from a place of not calling you out, but just say, no. are, are we, I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to say anything wrong. No, say so what you say. Like I don't care. Commission, because I really think, like, we all no, know. We, I genuinely, okay, I so. genuinely no. do it from a place okay. of curiosity. Yeah. Yeah, I know this curiosity. because I, the places I see you guys in. You know and for mean? me, Real estate has changed our life. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I'm so passionate about yeah, okay. the fact that, like, this thing that nobody ever told me about yes. as a kid yes. growing up, or nobody could explain yeah. it, nobody, whatever, that she put me on to. Yeah. You know, because we had this passion, but I built stuff for a long time and never owned anything. Mm. Right? And that was, now that I look at it again and I go back to it, it's hard I mean, regret isn't a thing, mm -hmm. but what I recognize is there were so many years lost in that yeah. because I couldn't Same figure thing. that out, right? Same. And when I look forward, I'm so optimistic mm -hmm. because I'm like, now I know this thing, mm -hmm. right? It's like, imagine you learn to speak Spanish and then you go to Mexico mm -hmm. and now you can understand everything yeah. that everybody's yeah. talking about. Yeah. That's what learning real estate is like. I learning money is like, yeah. it's like, yeah. hold on, it's a whole secret world going on. Yeah. Like y'all been doing yeah. this yeah, thing the whole time. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I'm so genuinely passionate about just exposing people to that mm -hmm. because of the power of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, internet... The internet does people a disservice. It yes. does. Because yeah. what it does is it it gives you a clip and not enough to pull on the string mm -hmm. to actually learn it, mm -hmm. right? Because people charge for that. Now. Exactly. And, <laughs> and what they're charging you for is not even, like it's in a book for free, yeah. Yeah. somewhere where you yeah. could learn. Yeah. And the reality of the situation is you have to dedicate your time to it, but it could change your life. Yes. So whenever yes. I talk to people and they're like, oh, man, I'm ready to quit my job and do real estate, and they don't know what, they just have this mm -hmm. kind of nebulous, like, oh, I'm just going to get out here. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay. Like, you can. Mm -hmm. But you actually need to do something with that. Yeah. You actually got to figure out yeah. what to yeah. do with that. And that's what so. I deal with these coach, coaching these agents all the time. Everybody want to get out there, look pretty, dance in mm. front of a house, do some TikToks. <laughs> I'm like, do you own? Well, how are you going to sell somebody a house and you ain't got no house? Agents every day. I'm, I'm just like, mm -hmm. I, I know I'm saying that. I know y'all going to be mad at me, but I'm just being <laughs> like, y'all need to go get your house, though. You know what I mean? You should. Yeah, you should, you should be the first it one. It is the foundation of wealth. Yeah, um, it is. I'm one of the posts I'm going to put up today, and I... You've been saying that for a couple of days. And I need That's to do hard, it. Man. It's a, you it, takes a, it takes a generation <laughs> to build generational wealth. Mm. Not 18 months. Mm. Right? Like, mm. don't let the internet lie to you. Yeah, yeah, right? So yeah. all these people out here, it's like... How to get $50,000 with your brand new LLC. And you yeah. don't own a house. Yeah. Buy a house. Yeah. Leverage yeah. that job and buy a house. Because yeah. <clears throat> if somebody out there working their butts off like the black people for the generation yeah. before us did mm -hmm. and they owned something because they knew the power in it and that's something that we've lost generation but he, here's the other part about it is they owned something but without the knowledge of knowing what they was owning and how to m make that grow they sit there and now look at these houses now that we go in the hood and we look at resale for that's like true. 30 40 50 thousand dollars because Grandma ain't never fixed the house. It looked like the same way from the 70s. The walls falling down and stuff. So they can't get value out of it. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Home ownership is important, 
But you still got to have some sort of plan and strategy on how you're going to get but out. see, I think that's they, an opportunity of our generation, though. It is the opportunity. It is. It's the greatest opportunity. Don't, I don't think there's never going to be another <laughs> opportunity like right now as far as real estate investment. Because you hmm. think about it. Think about the generation, our grandparents' generation. Yep. Who was that? Who was them before the baby boomers? Where they came um, from? What was their big pandemic? I gotta ask Kevin. Uh, Great Depression. Great Depression. Great Depression. They went through the Great Depression. They raised their kids to do what? Save all Thanks. the money they save, could. Not and, and not, not save trust, it where. Put not trust not the bank. bank. Not trust the not bank. Not trust the bank. So what they do? Go buy the houses. That's why you can go through South and Park. Put the Sunnyside. money in the walls. Yeah, and put the money <laughs> in the walls. <laughs> but you go through Sunnyside and South Park, you find one old oh, yeah. old uh, landlord that got like thirty properties. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or at least three. You know what I mean? I I, don't, I, don't, I ain't met one that don't have two. If you got one, you at least got two. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But they knew that they had to accumulate something. You know yeah. what I mean? They just didn't know what to do with it after the fact. Yeah. They knew, like, if I know what I knew now, if I was them, if I had an equity gap of like fifty thousand dollars and I had a plan, I sell that house. Man, I don't care about them grandkids. <laughs> we gonna <laughs> we gonna flip this fifty and turn it into something else. You know what I mean? You know the thing about it, it just is get lost. They, it get well, lost. It's it not does. Even, yeah. I think what we have to also do is is take context to the limitations that they did have, right? Mm. And not just educational limitations. Mm. Technology has made us all feel like yeah. everybody had access to all yeah. this stuff yeah, we the whole time. Yeah. They were true roadblocks. Yeah. And I'm not saying there weren't people who found their ways around it, but for the everyday folks, buying that was a lifetime goal, yeah. Yeah. right? So yeah. sure, they ain't figure out what to, <clears throat> what to do with it or whatever, but that's what they were hoping their kids did. Mm -hmm. yeah. But once technology comes in and now you got the 80s, the 90s, the drugs or whatever, drugs you have a gap. Them. The generation before us is a gap. Yeah. It's yeah. literally like, not only do I not want to do what my parents do, I don't know what I want to do and I ain't preparing for the future, so I'm kind of just gone, mm -hmm. right? And that has affected our generation yeah. because that knowledge never transferred mm -hmm. and it never continued that line. So now we're picking up basically from scratch. Yeah. So it's an opportunity, yeah. but somebody has to dig through the pages of history yeah. to find the, the string to tug on. And yeah. that's called uh, hardship affidavit. <laughs> that is definitely called hardship affidavit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, but but that that's why I think us that know real estate in this generation, we're superheroes. That's why you never find me all dressed up in no suit and shit, because we got work to do, dude. We got a whole lot of work to do. We, like you say, we got to dig through some dirt, right? We got to teach these people about home ownership. We got to go find these old retired owners and yep. figure out what we're going to do with this house. I made one, I had two inspiring situations today. First one, went to Woodlands to close with this veteran. I love veterans. I'm a veteran myself, so I, any veterans, call me. Um, got this guy. He he came from Acres Homes. He vet. He did all his stuff, went back. He recently got 100% disability, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Greenspoint, right? Moved to Greenspoint, renting in the house. Never even thought about home ownership. Never even thought. But I'm thinking to myself because I know vets of my age that's been in getting retirement. Like, man, you could, you probably gonna be bringing at least three or five thousand dollars a month when all that thing kick in. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, you're right. I said, How much you paying over here? Like seventeen, eighteen. I said, Dude, if y'all put you at twenty five hundred, would you move? He's like, Yeah, I think I could pay that because when I retire in a couple of years, I'll be doing this and I'll be doing that. And we ran the numbers. He said, oh, man, I, I see this house over here in Lake Houston. Lake Houston, right off the lake. He nice. paying, nice, paying $2,500 a month. Yep. He put down, uh, didn't put nothing. down nothing. Because VA. 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 Yeah. He don't have any property taxes. Yeah. Um, he put down his earnings money, which was like the, um, 
or three thousand, thirty five hundred. Okay. When we close, he ended up getting a check back for six thousand dollars. Let's go. I know. Right? You know what you mean? Let's go. <laughs> you know so mean? the baby's taking care of the VA, uh, yeah. uh, the, uh, the vet client. Yeah, yeah. Take, yeah we I take like. care of vets. So, awesome. uh, and, and one of my other initiatives, since I do know vets and I know that we don't do a lot with this disability money that we get, but it's residual income. So I want to turn disabilities to legacy. So I want to start my investment groups, my REITs, where I can get ex-veterans to come along and um, invest with me. I'll show them how to invest. They go buy doors. I ain't trying to charge no price right now. I understand once I get rich and famous, I might be, uh -huh. but not right now. I ain't charging nothing. I just want you to come in. Be a partnership with flip a couple houses. You'll see how it is. Now you turn your disabilities to legacy. That way, when you dead and gone, your house is still paying. They're yeah. still yeah. paying that same thing. Mm -hmm. So don't just screw off all this money that you're getting, you know? so Yeah, don't nobody take that. That belongs to AK. What's Dis that? Disability, turn your disabilities into legacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's AK's, that. y'all. Yeah, yeah. So okay. That's what I know you had points that you wanted to hit. I want to hear your points. What well, are disability legacies? Uh, oh, hit it. Uh, so we talked about wholesaling. So I really got a problem with wholesalers, right? Even though I'm right. a wholesaler, you know. Um, I think a lot of them are taking advantage of the hood. We all know that. So uh, my thing is I want to teach people fair value. So I'm like kind of more like beware of that yard, that bandit sign in the yard. If you really want to know your home value, let's come talk to me. So I ran this play a couple times, actually running it right now. Uh, because I am a licensed realtor, I know a little bit more about the market. So I'm telling people I can help you. Before you try to sell your house to them, let me help you understand what's going on. <laughs> let me help you understand your true value. Let me un help you understand how this stuff works and why they're giving you this price because they need to make a profit. Right. And you forgetting about the profit because you're thinking you're selling it at a $150,000 or whatever because you didn't raise generations in here, but that's not how the real estate market works. Right. You know what I mean? So they hold on. They're not buying again. They're not selling again. Meanwhile, relatives dying off or going on drugs or moving out the state. Nobody can find nobody. So let's take care of this thing right now. So uh, let me help you with it. If I could figure it, I could try to sell it on market. I could try to sell it off market. But let me at least try to beat the price. If I can't beat the price, let's go for that. Let's go find the highest price out there. Let's go fishing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I want to. I want to try to maintain fair value for our older generation. You know what I mean? They don't understand what's going on. A lot of them getting taken advantage of. You know what I mean? It's no reason to price gouge with the way things are going right now. So run your numbers. Make sure your numbers are tight and get them people what they owe. You know and that's I mean? their wealth. That's you know, good. Yeah, that's their that. You know so, what I mean? No, that's good. Yeah. So, so what? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's going to lead into the second thing I was talking about today that happened. So I'm talking to this guy by his house, had my cousin over there. We walking in as far as doing a rehab. He's like, man, it's going to be tough. But I ended up asking the guy, like, what do you want out of this? You know, we all asked him, how much do you want? He pretty much said, man, I just want a condo. I already know where it's at. It's over there behind Chacho's. <laughs> <laughs> so we pulled it up on the phone, and we saw that a one-bedroom over there going uh -huh. for like 60. I even thought about buying one myself because you think about it, coming down Maine, that stuff going to get nice that pretty soon. True. You know what I mean? So I was looking at it as an investment for myself, but I don't really care for it right now. But for him, that's what he wants. That's what he gets. So if we can find anywhere from fifty dollars to $70,000, that could put him in his condo, and he'll be happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like that house still paid. For itself, even in the afterlife, you know. That's what I mean? true. Yeah. So that's the power of real estate. What that's is estate. what is in the future for the Babers? Whew. Hopefully, Most. more rental properties. Mm. Um, we're looking at getting an Airbnb. Hopefully, within mm. the next look, by the end of the year. Or by sooner. the end of the year. 
We're going we're gonna to buy one. We're not going to do the rental arbitrage no more. Uh, we yeah. believe in owning for sure. We do yeah. believe in owning, owning short-term rentals. Yeah. So we got to find one. Okay, so more rentals, more Airbnbs. More love. More uh, podcasts. Podcast. More podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts. Oh. Blue Door Studios in the works. Oh, go ahead. Blue Door. Tell shit. us more about what Blue Door is about. Uh. What? Okay, how it all came about is he's a jack of all trades. <laughs> Traits and I'm always trying to keep up with this guy. So I'm like, Lord, what can I do to keep up with him? What is it? What can I do? <laughs> so I'm like, what I, okay. So I bought some flowers. I bought those uh flower wall. I bought I made a flower wall. Okay. Oh, dope. And um I said, you know, uh, I could do a podcast. I need a name for it. So I said blue door. I got the words made, cut out, painted it, put it on the wall, set it up, got the mic and everything, but have not had one show. Well, you, need, <laughs> you need to take the lead, man. Take, not one take show. the lead. What's the show going to be about? What's the premise of the Blue Door? Well, what I, initially, I, what I wanted was a spectrum of women. We all get on the show and we just talk about different things in our lives, like sex, divorce, marriage, kids. Why you want your husband me. to say divorce? divorce. Oh, I thought, I'm just saying, Don't you know. Don't do that. Oh, I didn't We're know that's what you did. She sex over there. Sex over here. Divorce. Divorce. You know. So y'all sex? pick up on the same thing because I did not mean anything and by I did not pick oh, up we on just, that. We just, just uh, like we're, like what else was we, what else was what else was the topics that I was oh, talking yeah, about? Oh yeah, it's probably similar to this. You know what I mean? Just relationship stuff. And I think really, to be honest with you, I think it was kind of more of an outlet for all of us to kind of like talk without necessarily going to counseling. You know what I mean? We try to avoid counseling. You know? <laughs> let the, let the people counsel us. You nah, know what I mean? Nah. But. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm a real big fan of counseling, so go to counseling. Yes. I went to my therapist yesterday, so uh, keep therapy. Men, mental health matters, you know what I mean? Yes. Black I go every week, man. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But, so um, for a couple that um, is looking to get into real estate, they don't quite know where to start, what advice do y'all have for those people? What advice? Okay, go ahead. I would say uh, just do it. Manifest that shit. Uh, stop doing dumb shit. Stop watching dumb shit. Be careful what you put in your brain. You know yeah. what I mean? Your ears. Or all all that shit matters um, because even your family. You know what I mean? So I think one of our notes was we was going to touch on this was generational trauma. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the fact that somebody tried to buy a house. And, so one person in your family bought a house and lost their job and got their house repoed or, or foreclosed on. <laughs> now all of a sudden, nobody in the family want to be a homeowner. So mm -hmm. nobody want to be investors. Or one person tried to invest. He didn't, he didn't run his numbers right. He failed. And now nobody want to be an investor. But they don't tell you about and he failed, but he got five, six houses now. You right. know what I mean? They just right. stuck on that one part. So I say it's fear. You know what I mean? Get out your fear. Get educate yourself. Turn the TV off. Turn the TV off. Turn the TV off. Unless it's YouTube or marriage and uh, real estate. Period. I like that. Appreciate <laughs> But uh, besides that, if it's, it's broadcast TV. Ain't nothing on there for you. As bro. soon as the marriage real estate episode ends, you turn that goddamn TV <laughs> off. <laughs> what about you, Sam? What do you? What advice would you have? <clears throat> well, fear, because mine was fear. Uh, generational trauma, like he said, because I, my dad was always taught me how to save, 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 but. I'm just saving. I'm not doing anything with it. I'm not investing. It's not really growing. So, you know, so just stop being fearful. Educate yourself. Knowing what you're getting into. Be open-minded. Hmm. Um, and it's also about mindset, too. Yeah. You know, mindset so. Yeah. Very important. Mindset, yeah. huge. Love that. I love yeah. that. Mindset. Uh, 
mindset keeps us back. You know what I mean? Just if if you start to do, if you start to get uncomfortable, start to do things that you don't normally do. You know what I mean? That that's the key right there. Like I was saying, proximity networking. I met with Andre. He said, this, this, this. I'm like, man, I, this dude right here, mm-hmm. he making all this money. And mm-hmm. then I met uh-huh. with Chris in the car, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, this dude making all that money. And seeing you guys and at the Texas Expo, I probably knew like 80% of the people that was on stage talking about real estate. So I'm like, I'm in the room now. What can I do with it? Yeah. You know what I mean? No, so, that's real. That's real. So now my mind is open. Like, I see dollars differently. I see dollars as soldiers, you know what I mean? I don't want to go yeah. buy nothing. They need to go to work. I love <laughs> that. No, that's real. I can't wait to see what you guys do. Are you going to see? Um, um, I already know y'all, <laughs> y'all are a brand. You are a brand. And for our listeners, we bring couples that are just like you on our podcast who are doing various things in real estate to tell their stories about where they've been, where they are, and where they want to go. And so we want to thank you guys mm. for coming on the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast and sharing your story. Thank you. And you have thank to promise you. to come back when big right. things happen and things are popping and y'all like, the babers, babers, babers. Y'all got to <laughs> promise to come back to the Marriage and Real Estate sure. Podcast and yes. bless us with your presence. Yes, okay. we, will. we will. Tell them where to find you. Oh, uh, well, I'm look, I guess I'm the social guy. She have a little social presence. But uh, Facebook, AK Babers, or AK Babers at AK Babers Realty Group, LLC. Uh, on uh, Instagram, it's AK Will Sell It. TikTok, AK Will Sell It. So that's me. There we go. And Samantha Babers on Facebook. Oh, yes. This is. <laughs> Follow him. You'll see me. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You see right. him. You right. see me. Yeah. You see me. You see him. You see him. We together. Yeah. And we want to see you guys at the Marriage and Real Estate Conference mm-hmm. coming November 3rd through 5th right here in Houston, Texas. Yeah. And also like and subscribe to the podcast. Share this message. Uh, this is real couples, real life, real real estate. Mm-hmm. And we really appreciate you guys being on. Uh, and we're going to catch you guys next time. We out. Let's get these keys.